This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. A three-foot Thai-style sandwich for your Super Bowl party. So a three-foot sandwich, depending on how hungry you are and how many other Super Bowl snacks are at your gathering, could safely feed eight to ten people. Additional suggestions for your Super Bowl spread. Plus, while you're at the supermarket this weekend, don't forget that it's also Valentine's Day on Monday. So we know oysters, salmon, avocado, olives, artichoke, chocolate, saffron, historically or metaphysically been known to uh, work on us aphrodisiastic-wise. Recipes and more coming up in this week's podcast. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadas Kuznet at Kalaya in South Philadelphia, award-winning, James Beard award-winning Kalaya. And Kalaya for the Super Bowl is doing a collaboration with Chef Jeff McConnell, and he is offering a special banh mi sandwich. So, Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit about this collaboration and about this particular sandwich? Sure. So this is actually the second year that we're doing the three-foot banh mi's. It came about last year, one night, real late at night. I had the idea of doing these because obviously during the pandemic restaurants have had to shift and try to market themselves in different ways so I had the idea of doing the three foot bond me I texted Nook about it at like 12 30 at night and the next day when I came into Kalaya there was a three foot roll for me waiting ready to go courtesy of Amoroso Baking so we did it last year it was very successful so I want to do it this year again uh, I didn't really think about doing it till a couple weeks ago and what's been interesting is that Nook's been in Thailand this whole time. So we've put this all together between Amoroso, Kalaya, and me. A lot of uh, 12-hour difference phone calls, you know. One phone call, I have to take it at 4 in the morning. The next phone call, she has to take it in 4 in the morning. But it worked out very, very well. We're very excited for it this year. So there's two options for the banh mi's this year. We are bringing back the muhang banh mi, which is a Thai-style pulled pork. Muhang actually is served in the restaurant in a different way. It's a braised pork belly stew. So there's a lot of allspice, coriander, sugarcane. It's very sweet. It's very savory very rich. So we take that meat and we shred it up and then it gets a bunch of Thai herbs, shredded carrot, cucumber, jalapeno, and long hot and basil, 
which is sort of becoming the Thai trademark garnish is the long hot and basil. You see it on the curries. You see it on a lot of the other dishes. This year, we also have a completely vegan option. So it is a cori. It's one and a half feet. It's coriander smoked sweet potatoes, aquafaba vegan curry mayo. So we take the water from a can of chickpeas and you cook it down and then you can use it much like you would use egg whites in an emulsion to make mayos. And then we mix that with the Kalaya curry paste. And then that has the same vegetables on it. So you're getting the cucumber, the jalapeno, the long hot, the Thai basil, and the cilantro. So how many people can a three foot sandwich feed and a one and a half foot sandwich feed? Sure. So a three-foot sandwich, depending on how hungry you are and how many other Super Bowl snacks are at your gathering, could safely feed eight to ten people. So at the end of the day, it's close to probably ten pounds for each sandwich. So, and a pound for a sandwich is pretty. I mean, if you go to Cat's Deli and you get a get a pastrami sandwich there, that's that's probably around a pound of of meat. So you're getting a lot of sandwich that you can share with a lot of people in a fun way. How do you like fit that in your car? Like what's three feet? Luckily, Amoroso's is very awesome with this and they provide all the bread in these very nice boxes. <laughs> so we make the sandwiches, put them in the box. It's all wrapped up, easily portable for you. You can carry it under your arm. You can carry it on your shoulders, however you want. You can bench press it like I did in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's put this in perspective. When you go to the grocery store and you see the handmade Italian rolls, how big is that? The handmade Italian rolls, I'd probably say around one foot to 1.5 foot, but they're significantly thinner. So the rolls that we have for this... Like out of the basket, you know? Yeah, the rolls we have for this are much wider so they can hold much more. I mean, there needs to be some structural integrity if we're putting five and a half to six pounds of pulled pork onto the, the sandwich itself just to start. Right. Is it a messy sandwich or is the bread substantial enough? The bread is substantial enough. It actually holds everything together really nicely. It's a nice delivery system for all those wonderful Thai Kalaya flavors that everyone loves so much. So it's a sandwich of Thai flavors. It's a sandwich of Thai flavors, yes. Okay, so you go into the Super Bowl party. Now, first of all, how do you anticipate the Super Bowl to be this year? Big parties, are people like over coronavirus, or is it small gatherings, outdoor, inside? What, what do you think? Uh, I th- and, and that determines how you're going to feed people, right? Exactly. So I think that, one, it depends on the weather. Well, uh, I think it's really down to what you're personally comfortable with and what you're willing to put yourself, what situations you're willing to put yourself into it. So I think we'll see a little bit of both, some smaller, more conservative parties, and then other people will gather for it. And so what should people be feeding their friends and family? For the Super Bowl. All right. So for me, ideal Super Bowl party, you have to have a big sheet tray of nachos. I love nachos. Making them on a sheet tray is the easiest way to do it. Points, if you go ahead and you braise some pork or chicken that you can shred and put on it, it's got to have the sour cream, beans, cilantro, pickled jalapenos, cheese mix. Uh, sorry, Colby, Colby cheese is what I like. The orange and the white shredded cheese, or I think they sell it in stores as a nacho cheese blend even. So big old plate of nachos. So you're putting the, the, the hot stuff and you're like sticking it in the oven and then you're topping it with the, the cold stuff. Uh, the cold stuff and the herbs, yes. Like the sour cream. So then you get textural difference, you get flavor difference, you get temperature difference. It's a lot just in one bite from a nacho. It's really good. So, okay, wait. All right. So to recap, your ultimate nacho cheese plate includes ultimate nacho cheese plate tortillas that preferably i've fried myself pork on my nachos braised good way to do that is just a pork shoulder chop it up into cubes you put it in a big 
pot with some beef stock and then a can of adobo peppers and sauce and that's going to give that real nice chipotle flavor to it cover it cook it down on your stovetop or cover it and put it in the oven at like 275 degrees for like three to four hours and then you'll just be able to shred it right up so nachos then you have to kind of set your nachos with some cheese first so lay them out on the sheet tray sprinkle cheese pop it under your broiler for a couple seconds to get that cheese melted that holds kind of your structure into place of your nachos then you top it with your shredded pork or your chicken or whatever meat you want to have then you got to have sour cream pickled jalapenos or fresh jalapenos i prefer pickled jalapenos in my nachos because i like that vinegar hit kind of cuts through the richness of everything else going on definitely have to have cilantro refried beans verdict is still out for me on olives on nachos sometimes i like them sometimes i don't i think i if i'm making nachos i'm going to try to do a more traditional style of nacho and omit the olives and uh i like to put uh sliced breakfast radishes very thinly on my nachos as well it looks great and also provides like a nice sharp flavor to cut through everything else is there a way to present them nicely or do you just put them out on the pan i think the pan like the beauty of the pan is that it leads for a nice presentation or it invites you to get messy Exactly. No holds barred. There's nothing in your way. You see a pan, you're going to reach in with your hand. You don't want to go with a fork or anything like that. Yeah. And it's, it allows you to spread out the nachos more so you have better surface area so you can have more even dispersion of toppings on your nachos. Very nice. All right. What else you got for the Super Bowl party? So nachos in the middle, right? Yeah. Or, or, the, or the sandwich. No, uh, I, think sa- I think the sandwich has to be the centerpiece. I mean, it's... It's a showstopper. Right. So, but maybe right next to the sandwich in the middle, you yeah. have your big half sheet tray or full sheet tray of, of nachos. You definitely have to have guacamole, queso, which is really easy to make. People like queso. How do you make it? So, queso. Which I, is cheese. It's, it's cheese dip. I start mine with like a simple roux. So just a little bit of butter and um, flour. You get that cooking in a saucepan and then you stream in some milk or cream. Then I like to add some minced garlic mince it fine enough so it breaks down into the queso chopped red onions chopped red and green bell peppers chopped jalapenos and then the body of the queso you could do anything from Velveeta I like to use Cooper Sharp so I use an American cheese so after you have your roux working you can just start adding cheese to it and then you add you kind of get your your consistency that you want with milk or cream so you want fondue it, it basically is fondue. Queso is basically Mexican or Tex-Mex fondue. It's exactly what it is. Interesting. All right, what else is it? What are you so dipping? What are you, what are you using to dip? What am I using to dip? I personally like Tostito scoops because you get the most dip, and they don't break a lot. I feel like most times I get a big party-sized bag of tortilla chips. One-third into the bag, and I'm just getting, like, edges and little bits and little pieces of it instead of nice. you got to kind of search through the bag to find a good dip and chip. So I like Tostitos scoops. Because so, it's about the dip, right? Like, you don't want to, like, be rude and go in with a spoon. You needed to take you a chip. Exactly. But you don't really like the chip better. You like the dip better. The chip is a means to an ends, and the ends, be- <laughs> the ends being your mouthful of delicious dip. Right. <laughs> Which, again, back to nachos is why nachos are so good because they kind of merge those two worlds of the dipping chip and the dip itself. Yeah. Uh, so what else do we got for the Super Bowl? Hummus is another good one if you want to light. Hummus is another easy thing to make. You can make in your own house if you have a food processor, a can of chickpeas and tahina. If you're using canned chickpeas, I would say one hack I like to do with canned chickpeas because it's often seen as faux pas to use canned chickpeas is cook them down further like so 
put them in a pan and cook them down for like another hour or two hours until they're softer. That will yield you a creamier, better texture of your hummus. And you is that the secret to a creamy hummus, the soft chickpeas? The soft chickpeas is the secret to a creamy hummus. So ideally, you're starting with dried chickpeas and soaking them overnight with baking soda so that actually breaks down the skins and that's how you get that really smooth Mike Solomonoff-esque hummus that he's so well known for. So and that you could have to have your veggies, your crudite, your carrots and celery which are kind of the go-to dipping vegetables for the Super Bowl. Some people do cauliflower, some people do red bell pepper, green bell peppers. Another fun thing you could do for the Super Bowl because we are in Philly, which is the city of cheesesteaks, would be either cheesesteak egg rolls or cheesesteak borek, which is really fun. Both of them are just cooked cheesesteak and cheese that you put in either uh, egg roll wrapper and fry. Or if you're not comfortable frying, you can put it in uh, phyllo dough and fold it into a triangle and then bake that in your oven. And then you'll have a nice, like, crispy, crunchy, filled with cheesesteak. And there you can dip them in ketchup or whatever you want. So we're all coming to your house. Uh, I don't think I'm not going to be at my house. I'm going to be here at Kalaya selling selling the sandwiches, sandwiches, the sandwich, which also happens to be my birthday. But happy Super Bowl birthday! It's going to be a fun one. So we're on our own. We got to like rewind and go back and listen to these recipes and do it on our own now. Yeah, I'm going to have to send you a a document with all these recipes in them. Yes, (laughs) please, please do. Yes. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully I'll be sticking some candles in one of the big bonmis for my birthday. And that's how I'll celebrate. Happy birthday. Yes. Now, the next day after Super Bowl is Valentine's Day. I know. It's a whirlwind week for food holidays. So are we repurposing some of the food or are we going to the grocery store and just thinking ahead? I think a little bit of both. So if you want, if you took your giant banh mi or whatever hoagie you have. There's a lot of people doing hoagies, whether they're two feet or three feet or normal size. But if you're thinking ahead, if you cut the ends of the hoagie diagonally, you could put them together the next day and make a hoagie heart with the nubs of the hoagie. Okay. So maybe that could be a very Philadelphia way to show that you care. (laughs) Um, But while you're in the, uh, the supermarket, shopping for your Super Bowl party, you could keep your eyes out for some uh, food aphrodisiacs. So we know oysters, salmon, avocado, olives, artichoke, chocolate, saffron are all great things that have historically or metaphysically been known to uh, work on us aphrodisiastic wise. As a chef, have you seen this? Have you have you uh, experienced this? Um... Or just cooked for people? Well, I don't know if it's as a chef or the fact that I was born before Valentine's Day. So I might just be very sensitive to that. But I do love a good plate of oysters. Yeah. Yeah, so... These are all... You know, I also noticed that all the aphrodisiac foods, you mentioned oysters, salmon, avocado, they're all healthy foods. So that scientifically is why a lot of these foods are aphrodisiacs is because they actually help with, give you good vitamins and minerals and other processes of your body. So they are actually scientifically, they serve scientific purposes in your body that help make you feel better or could put you more in the mood. Do, can I say that on this? Right. I mean, it's a podcast. Give you energy. Give you energy, exactly. For physical activity. Exactly. Whatever you need for Valentine's Day. So right. while you're shopping, look out for those things. There's a lot of different ones depending on your diet or dietary restrictions or just what you like to eat. And chocolate is, is it healthy? Chocolate's healthy. Depending yeah. on, depending, I think a lot like of the, the darker the dark chocolates, area. they have a lot of antioxidants and everything in them that are very good for you. 
Um, a lot of good fats and chocolate too, I believe. So desserts for Valentine's Day. Ideally, you want to keep it lighter. I know I don't want to feel too full after Valentine's Day. I think the focus should be on the food and the flavors, which is kind of a dichotomy when you think about the Super Bowl the day before, because that's really about stuffing your face and eating a lot of rich, heavy foods. Valentine's Day should be more delicate, a lot of flavor, diverse foods. I, I gotta say, when I was younger, and I used to love to go out clubbing with my girlfriends, right? We discovered that we couldn't go out to dinner and go out dancing. We had to, like, either do something light and go out, or not at all and go out, or just have a dinner and that's that's your night. Yeah, I've because definitely had some dinners like that where I don't want to do anything. Although, we just had a uh, dinner at Andiario in Westchester, which is Phenomenal, phenomenal Italian food. And I don't know if it was because of the dinner, but I ended up racing someone in the street, a 40-yard oh. dash after the dinner. So I wish I would. I lost. So I, I wish want that for my Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah, ro- Whatever you have. Roland Boy beat me. So I wish that I would have eaten lighter so I could have performed better. Right. Um, so, yeah, but back to Valentine's Day, I think for dessert, you want something light. So, like, traditionally, I think of, like, souffles or pavlova creme brulee, cheesecake, or even just like chocolate-covered strawberries. Right. Oh, the fruit. The fruit, exactly. This is because they're healthy, a little bit healthier foods and lighter, maybe. Yeah. The fish, a lot of like amino acids, a lot of like essential oils, stuff that's good for your body processes. We should really be eating like this all the time, right? We should. (laughs) We should. We had to make a holiday to do it. (laughs) Okay, well, make some time for your loved one. Make some time for your friends and family that love sports. It's a great weekend, right? Leading into Monday. It's a great weekend. It's perfect, like, pick-me-up weekend for the winter, although it's been pretty temperate so far. It is nice to have a nice holiday to celebrate both your friends and the people you love. And Jeff's birthday. And, And my birthday, yes. All right, so Jeff, you're doing a collaboration with Kalaya, but you're not like a full-time employee here. This is not like all the things that you're talking about. It's not all Kalaya. Tell us where people can find you. People can find me, first of all, at ChefXJeff on Instagram. If you want to, it's the best resource to follow me. I cook a lot of fun stuff all the time. You can stay up to date on my latest collabs and pop-ups. So at ChefXJeff. You do a lot of collabs and pop-ups. I do a lot of collabs and pop-ups. It's actually something that I have, uh, I always really wanted to do going into this industry. And fate would have it that I was linked up with Nook early pandemic. She gave me a home to cook at, and she definitely helped me build that model that I want to do. So I have so much to thank her for, for just helping me do pop-ups and plan them. And then I was planning her pop-ups and helping her with them. So I really got good firsthand experience through her to do exactly what I want. And I'll be forever grateful for her. You're also at Abe Fisher? I am at Abe Fisher. If you're looking to stay home for Valentine's Day, we're doing Valentine's Day takeout packages. You get really nice Montreal smoked short rib, which Abe Fisher is known for. Um, Some matzo ball soup, a really, really nice Caesar salad, and a dessert is a a really fun etrog creme brulee. Etrog is a Israeli citrus. Uh, It's a lemon. It's more lemony than lemon. It also has almost like a pine-like note to it that's really, really nice. It comes through really, really well in the brulee. It's a perfect way to end that dessert. What do you like to eat on Valentine's Day? 
Okay, so we know that on Super Bowl you like the nachos, right? For Valentine's Day, I'll be eating the choice bits and scraps that <laughs> us chefs eat when we're cooking for people. <laughs> You're going to be putting the ends together and making the heart shape. Making of- the heart, yeah, out of, out of short rib. No. I love me, right? <laughs> for Valentine's Day, I will probably come home and eat some pizza Lunchables and drink some very expensive wine with my girlfriend. <laughs> nice. After cooking for the past two days. <laughs> that sounds good, though. A little, yeah. little nice wine after a long day. Yeah, that's. I think that's all I need. Chef Jeff. Chef X Jeff. Jeff McConnell working on the Bon Me sandwich with some tips for your Super Bowl party and for Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Super Bowl and happy birthday, Jeff. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Adas. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at foodinthe215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.